Well, the more things change, the more they stay the same. We're covering all the action from the week one NFL season. Antonio Brown's done it again. Who would have thought? Plus, who's feeling the heat after one loss in week one? We're going to cover all that and more here on First Down Under. What's going on? It's your boy Zach and Charlie here for another season. And doesn't it feel good? Chaz, the king. How are you, buddy? Week one's in the books already. Good. What a week of football. It's good to have football back. Oh, I'm so happy. Finally, my weeks have meaning. I like. I actually have something to do Monday morning. I look, look at stats instead of the computer. But uh, it, it's fantastic. A, a sensational week. A lot of big storylines to come out of it. Uh, a couple of shocks, which we will get into um, a little later, but just just incredible the spread of games. Obviously, the Thursday was a great result with the Green Bay Packers getting up, and then the Slater games on Monday. But you know, we'll get into the Monday games first. Yeah, well, we figure you know we're releasing this on a Tuesday night. It, it, we're going up against a lot of the heavy heavy hitters of the of the podcast yeah. world. We're going the Tuesday night, so we thought for this pod we'll bounce on those Monday night games. There were two: Houston and the Saints battling it out in the uh, Mercedes Benz. Superdome. Superdome. Plus, you had the uh, over west, uh, the Denver Broncos heading to Oakland to take on John Gruden and the knock on Wood Raiders. Chaz, can you kick us off? Uh, Tell us a bit about Saints Texans. Yeah, so watched a little bit of this this one today, actually. uh, Had the day off. And the wasn't so easy in the Big Easy is the headline I'm going to go with for this one because. This was touted for me, uh, starting Breeze in fantasy as my quarterback, as a pretty, not an easy game, but a game that the Saints should probably get the job done by a 10 to 14 point margin. I thought, personally... 14 points? I thought, at home, coming off the NFC Championship loss last year and all the controversy surrounding the non-call, yep. I thought this would be, you know, the Saints would come out firing and put up a massive, massive amount of points on this Texans D. But it was the Texans that started hot early. And Deshaun Watson was making some incredible plays. They had a long ball to Will Fuller. Uh, it was getting DeAndre Hopkins involved. Um, the running back for the Texans, uh, number 23, uh, uh, Hyde. Carlos. Because Carlos Hyde. I think it was Carlos Hyde. Yeah, they traded for uh, him and Duke Johnson just a few weeks Duke ago. Duke Johnson, who also played very well. So they got out to a 14-3 lead, and then the Saints kind of picked him away in the second half, and Breeze kind of got it clicking. Michael Thomas was a massive feature, as always. Don't know how many balls he caught, but he's on the track for another big year as well. Kamara was looking great on screens yep. and in the running game. Latavius Murray looks like a nice replacement for Ingram, who's now in Baltimore. Yep. Um, and the Saints got it done in the end. The Texans scored that touchdown to make it, I think it was 27 apiece with 43 seconds left. The Saints go ran into the Texans kicker. They kick the extra point. And then Drew Brees takes him down the field in 30 seconds. And Will Lutz kicks a 58-yarder to ice the Texans. That and is it was a-, a devastating loss for the Texans. An unreal kick. 58 yards. Kick. I mean, there's a lot of pressure on it. And, uh, yeah. you know, with all the chockies on the line as well, yes. like win or lose, it's not just like, oh, we'll go to overtime if you kick it or not. It's you've got to kick this to win. Mm-hmm. That's uh, that, that's impressive. Yeah. Um, uh, as you say, I assumed the Saints would handle this one. Just mm. going into the season, I had the feeling that the Texans maybe weren't as good as their record indicated last year, uh, especially going up against the more... Our stout teams. What did they finish the with the record last year? Oh, they won the division, I believe, at 11 and 5. 11 and 5. Um, Sounds right. And I, I just think they had a bit of a cream puff schedule from memory. 
Yeah. So when you go up against teams that like the Saints that are stacked from top to bottom, you got Breeze and Kamara making things happen. Mm. Michael Thomas, uh, he's not a scrub. Uh, as yeah. uh, you know, Stephen A. Smith would love to let you know. Yep. Um, I, I really thought they'd handle him, but it turns out that the uh, the Saints got the job done. They did. It was. It was I was a, still it was impressed. A bit of an escape job by the Texans. Yeah. I will say, oh, really impressed. Credit where credit is due. I think they they seriously took it up to them. They host the Jags next week in Houston. Uh, Deshaun looks good. The defense looked pretty good in the first half. So I like what I saw from this Texans team. Yeah, nice. for sure. But the Saints definitely. Would be very relieved to be one and zero, considering where the rest of their division is, um, which we'll get into a little bit later. But that was, remember, that was the Saints game. Remember last year they lost to the Bucks week one again. There was the Ryan oh, the magic was, happening, and you know it's, it, it's good to get out on the right foot for these yep. uh, these Saints, mate. Let's talk about the Oakland Raiders hosting the Denver Broncos, which I had penciled in as a very comfortable Denver defensive victory. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was looking at Vic Fangio coming over from the Bears. Big Dick Fangio, he was making things happen with uh, that uh, Chicago Bears team last year. They ended up going 12-4. and Well, this year, moves to the Broncos. He's got Von Miller, uh, bloody not Nick Chubb, but the other Chubb, the uh, big the Chubb. The Chubb, yep. Bigger Chubb. Yep. Quarter Chubb. Yeah, he's got a quarter Chubb, he's got the half Chubb, got the full Chubb. Yep, he's got a Denver defense. Got the full that, pedigree of Chubb. That's got a lot of the pieces uh, and sort of foundations from that elite defense they had uh, three or four Back years ago. Back in 2015, ago. yeah. Still yeah, got Bradley Roby and... Uh, Chris Harris bookending, uh, no Akeem Talib. No, Akeem Talib is definitely in LA, but they have a few of those um, staples that they used to have. So I'm thinking, look, you just need Joe Flacco to be serviceable. This Oakland team, which is what, seems it, to be in shambles, done his whole career serviceable, right? Yeah, I think yeah. just enough. Yeah, um, and of course, coming off the back of hard knocks, which I can't wait to dive into a little bit later. Yes, we will. Um, I assume this Oakland team. As I said last week, I, I thought they were going 3-13. Mm-hmm. And this is the kind of game they're going to lose at home. Momentum's going to keep uh, building for the Denver Broncos. Mm-hmm. Pressure's going to mount on John Gruden and his lads. Ocon Tre, Josh Jacobs, the rookie, runs for two touchdowns, 100 yards. First player to do that on debut since LaDainian Tomlinson. Goodness. Tyrell Williams is looking great. And Derek Carr, actually, he was pretty accurate all day. Like, you've yep. got to be happy with that result. Uh, the Raiders fans, of course, were thinking of Antonio Brown and everything that happened. I, I think they were pretty happy with the way. They made their, yeah, a lot of passion there. That was ringing through sure. uh, that stadium. If nothing else, for the rest of the season, I think that's going to be the legacy of Oakland is just fuck Antonio Brown. Because I got to tell you, man, I felt really bad for John Gruden. Like last year, and even mm. looking through hard knocks, I was like, look at this guy's getting $100 million. He's coming off the couch to coach a team. Mm. I hope they bomb. I hope they tank. But after this whole AB saga, I'm right. fully reversed. I am full John Gruden fan. I want this team to make the playoff. I completely agree. And you, we, I completely agree with what you're saying. I think John Gruden, the way he dealt with it, he received criticism for it. And to see the Raiders come out and deliver a performance like that, I, I saw his locker room speech. I, I felt great for him. And to see this team, that, to, to feel so close to them through hard knocks and to see them succeed. Uh, Darren Waller, our boy, obviously had a big game. He had seven catches for 70 yards. Josh Jacobs, who he loves. Uh, and Derek Carr, like you say, he was actually 22 for 26. He was playing really well in the first half and pretty much didn't really put the game out of reach. But when I kind of flicked it on, it was 24 to 9. And this Denver D, I think they went into the red zone three times for three field goals. Yeah. And that was pretty much the game. 
Yeah, so, well, that was the weird thing about Vic Fangio's play calling towards the end as well. They've got eight yeah. minutes left in the game. They're down, uh, I don't know if it was, uh, it was 21 to six. It's 21 to six. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're in the red zone. They're in the red zone. It's it's fourth and, you know, whatever, fourth and nine, but they decide to kick a field goal. I, yeah. I don't know where the math works out in that, but no. you've got to be going for it at that point. I don't care who's throwing the ball, whether it's Joe Flacco or. Exactly. Maybe he's uh, just. He's, I don't know who else has got behind him, but. He's just completely underestimating Derek Carr and says, we'll take the points and we'll get it back a bit later again and rely on our defense. Which hadn't been doing but that much. Exactly. So you're night. letting Derek Carr put up 24 points. And again, I have questions about Denver and, and their offensive capability. I said to you today, since Peyton, they haven't really had a recognizable offense. They've always been a kind of run first kind of team and won these kind of, I guess, heavyweight bouts, 17-14 matchups majority of the time. But I just can't see where this team's going to score points. I mean, Flacco was pedestrian as ever, as we saw in Baltimore. Yeah. Uh, Philip Lindsay was 11 carries for 43 yards. And to lose to a team like this, a division rival, it just is does not put your season in good state at all. I know it's only week one, but this is the kind of game which costs you. A hundred percent, especially when you're one of those teams that's trying to get a, I mean, let's be real. It's, you're going to be the third team out of the AFC West to make. Absolutely. Uh, a playoff spot, so you're looking for a wild card, and mm. when you're splitting games with Oakland, or God forbid, Oakland sweep you, mm. there's just no way. Mm. Uh, uh, look, it could be a rough start. Hey, it's his first ever game as the head coach, a big fun Joe. Mm. Plus, Joe Flacco's uh, not exactly the perfect quarterback solution. The problem is they don't exactly have the Lamar Jackson. They don't, have, they don't have Lamar Jackson, no, to come in and revolutionize the offense. So. Yeah, I think they're worrying concerns for the Broncos. Probably one of the biggest losers of the week after everything that happened in Oakland, the Denver Broncos, to 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 be in the spotlight and to lose to this team. Yeah. It can't be good for your confidence. It's on the eight. flight back. I mean, that just destroys uh, all the preseason vibe. You don't know, who, you know the Bron- I mean? who the Broncos have got next week, do you? They're hosting Chicago. Good luck. They're hosting the offensive juggernaut that, that is Mitch be, Trubisky. That'd be, yeah, yeah. If Mitch I don't know how they're going to handle him. What well, are they going to do? How think, are they going to handle Mitch? That game's got 6-3 written I'm all serious. over it. <laughs> We're lucky to get six. I'm worried uh, how Von Miller and Chubb are going to get to him. And if, if they do get to him, you know, how they handle his run game. Because he's diverse, as we saw against Mitch, the Packers. Yeah, that opening um, uh, game. He was he, so, he's got tremendous uh you know he he can really air out the ball it's just 10 meters above his receivers yeah. that's the only issue and at an opposition player occasionally so yep. we'll see loves targeting Amos we'll unpack that incredibly pivotal matchup later on in our um heat is on segment um but Denver yeah certainly not the ideal start and and John Gruden's men just be, would be feeling fantastic with Kansas City coming to Oakland next week. Who knows, mate? Knock on wood if you're with me. I'm in on the Raiders. Raiders are now my Browns. Because mm-hmm. I'm over the Browns. We'll get to them. Oh. I reckon we take a look at the big picture from week one. Yep. Uh, obviously, uh, for long-time listeners of the show, you'd know that we were going through game by game. Uh, we've decided that uh, we're going to slightly change the, the look of the recap. We're just going to take a look at you know, what we learned, uh, what we confirmed, that what we knew, and what really shocked us, Chaz. Yes, absolutely. And what we'll, what we'll start with, of course, is the New England Patriots and essentially what exactly went to script on Sunday night football. This was in mind at one of my key games to watch Patriots Steelers. It always is. And it's a marquee Sunday night matchup. I, I, was, I was trying to study on Monday watching, but I just kept flicking it on. And it was this the most typical Patriots game in every sense of the word. It was a I think it was a 10-zip start, then it was a 17-3, and then 20-3, and then 23-3. And it, it almost just completely sapped the life out of all the Steelers players. And 
that Ben Roethlisberger, the play calls were just atrocious. The, and he this is, team didn't look like nothing like the Steelers. See, so do you see those close-ups of Ben? He's looking big. Oh and yeah, not, like that, big that, Ben. That, that, that chin's growing. I think you call him Large Ben. Mm. L- big Mac Ben. Yes, that, fat Ben. Double quarter pounder Ben. Yeah, yeah. Royale yeah. cheese Ben. Royale cheese. He is a big boy now, and was yeah. not getting anything done, dude. I mean, firstly, it's fucking Patriots. They look so good. They're so good, and I want you want to you want to hate them, but you just love the way they operate. Oh, you got to appreciate it. They're it's just greatness. so they're just so well drilled. In, See, in, in, in every aspect, we love watching Roger Federer. It's the yeah. same with the Patriots. Yeah, I know yeah. you, people feel like they're sick of them, but it never gets old. I mean, they they have a new identity every season. Mm. Remember last year, it felt like their receiving call was absolute garbage, and they couldn't get anything Man, happening Chris, apart from Hogan. Chris Hogan. Well, now you got Flash Gordon looking like his 2016 self, shedding good. tackles, getting touchdowns. Yeah. You got Philip Dorsett taking the top off of defenses. The, the Questioning defense. where they bring AB in. Philip Honestly, Dorsett. it's like how much of an upgrade could it be? Mm. Dorsett was making it happen. But then, it's yeah, madness. of course, you add Antonio Brown to this mix, and God forbid Gronk comes back in week fourteen, which I still think is unlikely. I, I, if I was putting money on it, which I may, I think Gronk's coming back. If this offense is humming and he can just play that Kelsey role. You think he comes back for week 14? I think he gets tuned up. He says, I'm not playing the full slog of seasons. I'm not going to Miami to play the, you know, the, to Buffalo. You know what I mean? I'm, yeah. I'm coming in at the heart of the season. I have three preseason games, weeks 15, 16, 17. Yeah. Or maybe rest week 17. And then I'm going up against the Chiefs. And we're going to the Super Bowl. I'm getting a fourth ring. They do have Benjamin Watson. Can't be underestimated. He's going to challenge. I heard today... It, if AB wants 84. <laughs> that could be the difference. That could be why he doesn't sign with the Pats. Out of all the Oakland Raiders issues that AB's addressed, not giving AB 84 for the Pats would be a bigger issue than all the Raiders issues. So if, if, if he quells that, that confirms this, that AB had a plan. If he's fine, if he's if totally he's fine chill, with that jersey issue, he, that's fine. If he takes like yeah. 17. Mm. And then like, it takes everyone's coffee cups, coffee orders in the morning, like training camp. That's fine. That's that, that's who he is. But it was, uh, I, like we said, this this Patriots team. I was saying the other day, this offense, the way it operates, like give it off to Burkhead. He runs seven yards. Brady drops back. He absorbs the blitz. He throws to Edelman, and it's just ticks over. It's been said the score a ticks times, over. But Brady, he's forty two years old. Fucking win it again. I'm getting on TB twelve right now. You I don't know now. What... I've been on it since, since day one. No, no, no. I mean his program. His eating oh, program. Oh, yeah, 100%. Right? Yeah. Firstly, yes. he looks amazing. I saw a photo from his first year compared to now. I'm like, this Did guy. Did you see his presser? Oh, Week yeah, one oh, presser? Yeah. Fuck, man. Dude, he looks 32. Dead said, if someone like put Giselle or Tom Brady in front of me and mm. said, choose. I'd, I'd consider I'd... Brady. I mean. Show me how you absorb blitzes. It's... <laughs> Down twenty eight to three. What happened, man? <laughs> but for the Steelers, man, is it is this a massive? Is this is it, it's what we expected, but not to this extent. A thirty three to three blowout. I think the moment was too big for them. I'm not going to count them out just yet, based on the perhaps lack of talent throughout the AFC. Mm. I mean, I picked them to win the AFC North. I'm now, you know, I don't want to say, oh, oh well, Baltimore's definitely going to win it because they kick the shit out of the worst team in the league. Exactly what we'll say. But I kind of want to say that because, I mean, Lamar Jackson looked amazing. He looked like Michael Vick in 04. Well, you got him in fantasy. Of course you're going to say that. I was pretty happy. He was on my bench. It's yeah. okay. Deshaun carried me. Well, the Steelers host Seattle next week. Heinz Field. 
So, Jeez, well, Seattle were anything to go off anyway. You want to talk? Be, hot wouldn't be too. You want to talk hot seat for both teams? Yeah, I don't care if you. But you beat Cincinnati by one. You're on the hot seat. It's a loss. There are a few other things that uh, that we learned this week. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's that the Vikings are good, and they were two years ago. You remember they went to the uh, the big dance to well the NFC Championship against the Eagles and got their ass handed to them. And then last year they bring in Kirk Cousins, but they just could not get things going. And I think the ghost of the past where. They're starting to hurt him. And I know they've only won one game. Against Atlanta. Against Atlanta, but Atlanta. Matty Ice. They looked, they looked pretty good. The defense is stout. Kirk Cousins only had to throw the ball nine times or ten times. Dalvin Cook. Which, which is what we love. Dalvin Cook. Bro's sickening. He was the player we hoped to bro's be, right? a, bro, Bro's a flat-out baller. Yeah. He's a freak. Kirk Cousins doesn't need to do much. No. Seriously. Well, you got Stefan Diggs and Adam Thielen. And you got Thielen. He can catch anything. Dude, Thielen was starting on my fantasy team. Still got 10 points, despite the fact that uh, old mate only threw it eight times. Kirk for Cousins, times. eight for 10, 98 yards and a touchdown. Jesus Christ. That's it, Thielen. Real him in. You, you win by 16, Kirk. You do that. <laughs> that's, that's all, that's that's all we need from him. That's, that's all we need from him. Yeah. Well, that ties in with my well, – I'll discuss that one a bit later. That was, that was a good one from you. I'm going to go with a few things we learned. Lamar Jackson gave fantasy owners a Nick Chubb. <laughs> that was Bradley Chubb. Uh, I mean, I got I got a text at the gym saying Lamar Jackson's like, "Why are you throwing touchdown?" Fifty nine to ten, and I watched the highlights, and this it, it looked like a CFL. Yeah, like he's throwing dimes, like every it, they play. were beautiful throws, mm. and I think that's like you can say that Miami are a terrible team, but you watch the highlights, he's still hitting his targets. Mm. He was not overthrowing anything. He barely yeah. ran. It was like Ben Simmons working on his jumper, but actually working. Yeah, but it worked. Yeah. He made the jump. Yeah. I love Lamar Jackson. I think he was one of my favorite players yeah. after that game. I hope he continues this momentum. Because it's hard to tell. Absolutely. Hollywood Brown. And my new favorite Brown. Number 15? Yeah. Yeah. He's a beast. He's a nice player. 150 yards, a couple of touchdowns. Mark Ingram in there. Oh, yeah. Sexy. It's a good team. It's a fun team to go for. I find them to be the Philadelphia of the AFC. Why? Just remind me, there is a well-run organization. Yeah. Dark colors. Same kind of two area. From two from two. Three from three. And uh, good GM-coach yeah. combo. Both have won one title in the last eight years. If Cap hit so, Crabtree, he wouldn't have a title. So if Cap could actually make a throw. But yeah. I think we'll, uh, that was, I'm going to go with Lamar Jackson. What have you got? He was actually one of my shocked. But uh, uh, well, let, let's give him the benefit of the doubt with Learn. Okay. Uh, um, Dallas. Might have the best roster in the NFC. Again, this is such a typical. Book it. Let's overreact to the no. first week. And I know it's such a good hype. But. The Giants are legit. <laughs> the Giants aren't legit, but Dallas is stacked. I think oh, yeah. they go toe-to-toe in terms of roster depth with the Rams. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Dak looked great. I understand he's Gallop. not going against the 85 Bears in mm. uh, the Giants. Uh, they got to pay that, man. They will. They, they probably him, think they wish they paid him fucking three days ago, right? Yeah. Because now <laughs> that figures is, that figures just tripled. It's looking like thirty-five. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. I'm talking one fifty plus five years. They get Zig signed for a uh, hundred mil. Yeah. Eight years. Hey, I was reading into it. Apparently, they can kind of get out of it after three or four years anyway. So you know, there's always a, a back door with these kind of contracts. Well, they got to. on Zig. They got to sign Cooper and Gallup now too, based on these figures. Coop. Coop. Coop's a fantasy god. I'm frothing every, every minute of that. Um, but Dak played a hell of a game. Perfect passer rating, 153. Four touchdowns. 
Got Jason Witten involved. Big Jace. Jace got a touchdown. Big Dig Monday Night Football got involved. I think he's proving that it's easier to be a tight end than a broadcaster. 100%. It's easy to play for Jason Garrett and that front office that's <laughs> be in the booth. With, oh, boy. <laughs> with uh, in the light. Yeah, it is. It is. Be in the booth with Tom Pelissero. So. Yeah. I tell you what, uh, this, this podcast has a real danger of crashing because you and I just had a hamburger and what can only be described chips. as like a bathtub of chips. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I want to talk about Dallas just a little bit further. Gallup yep. I love, Cooper I love, Elliot, Witten. Uh, they are stacked across the board. That defense is great. I've got the defense in fantasy. Another great move. Um, so I really like what I'm seeing from them. They're going to Washington next week as well. So that's a nice little division boost. They'll be two and zip for the Man, division. It's a, it's a bit of a cream puff division. It'll be a big battle between uh, Philadelphia know, and Dallas, Dallas hopefully. Yep. Um, um, another thing you learned, mate. Uh, uh, another thing I learned was that Bill Belichick isn't missing Matt Patricia or Brian Flores. Uh, we discussed the Dolphins, obviously. Uh, Patricia just not getting the chockies over Cliff Kingsbury yeah. uh, in, that, in, that, in that incredibly tight overtime game in Detroit. Um, and uh, not, not a notable thing we learned. It's, it's, it's a small one, but that was uh, I wanted to fit that in there. No, I you agree. Know? Well, I mean, he I believe he should have taken that pencil out of his uh, off his ear and wrote down a note to himself. Said, don't lose to a rookie quarterback in week one. That would have been a great note because Kyler Murray just orchestrated the greatest comeback <laughs> for a tie. We've seen Dude, in a little while. Kyler Murray went six for 16, 41 yards and a pick in the first half. For whatever reason, I don't know. Hey, Patricia's got him, Patricia got him involved. <laughs> You mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> he did. It's he terrible. It up. He said, I want to give this kid a chance. <laughs> if you're an Arizona fan, you're watching that first half thinking, fuck, first Rosen. Detroit, they're going to put us away. Oh, but first, like, Rosen sucks. Now Kyler sucks. We have a new quarterback and coach next year again. Yeah. Uh, he looked okay. Kyler Murray, to his credit, responded. And then I, I said to you, everyone was making out like he won the Super Bowl. He fucking drew against Detroit. Everyone's making out like he's the second coming. And that being said, that's probably like better than any win they had last year <laughs> in the scheme of Arizona. Yeah. Uh, and also great that Larry Fitzgerald caught a spiral. Probably the first time he's caught a spiral in five years. Uh, definitely, maybe since you should have seen him on his Palmer. face. He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> is Kurt Warner it playing? So, I, I, is that I, Kurt Warner? Dude, we were, we were jizzing over Larry Fitzgerald last year. Now, this year, oh. I'm just like, yeah. <sighs> I, I still love him. Oh, Fitzy. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. Thanks for Up there with Greg Olsen for Man of the Year. Oh, boy. Uh, last thing I learned, mate, is the AFC South is still wide open. I think yeah. you've got a team in the Colts who still looks competitive against the team that we assume will make the playoffs in they're the Chargers. Pe- they're pesky. Houston lost, though I would say they're probably the best team in the division if we're going off uh, talent, and they are built mm. for this year. We, we didn't cover it, but they traded away all their future picks for a tackle and Laramie Tunsil, and uh, they've got Kenny Stills thrown in there as well. Thanks, belief. Yeah, big uh, big decisions there. Yeah. But, uh, and, of course, the Titans, which we'll get to in a sec with their victory. But, uh, uh, you know, they're, they're just going to be they're there. Coming. They're always around. Yep. I agree. They make things out. Mike Vrabel, I like him as a coach. I think he would uh, bench press me. Mate, let's get, uh, are you right with that? We're ready to jump to what was confirmed. Yeah, yeah what was confirmed. Uh, I'm going to go with, based on what I saw in Seattle, Seattle will finish 10-6 and six in the most Seattle way possible. I mean, and what I mean by that is, they beat the Bengals by one point, and Andy Dalton looked like Joe Montana in the first quarter. <laughs> so, 
essentially Seattle just find these miraculous ways to scrape through wins. They do. And man. they will be a wild card for sure. Yeah. And they will go out in the first round of the playoffs. Potentially. They've got that vibe about them again. <laughs> um, they'll build as potentially rebuilding. You know, they lost Frank Clark, but then they trade for Jadavion Clowney from the Texans. He looked a, good. A he had a few batted pick. balls. He was making things happen for a guy who rocked up like three days ago. He like stepped off the flight and was mm. ready to go at uh, mm. Century Link Field. Century Link Field, 12th yeah, man. That. Um, now, know, that's a tough stadium to play at. And yeah. for a team like the Bengals, who are, we assumed, fighting for. A top five pick oh, actually looks pretty decent. It'd be a heavyweight bout with them in Miami because they hired a, a new head coach. They finally got rid of Marvin Lewis, and I think because Zach Taylor smelled a fart that Sean McVay did once, they said, "We're signing you <laughs> three years. He, he, you know, you know brilliance. He You've tasted it on yeah. your tongue. He yeah. cupcaked you. Sean McVay cupcaked <clears> Zach Taylor, yeah. and they said three years immediate translation. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, yeah." It's it's incredible to see. But he uh, made things happen. Yeah, he, he got Jordan Ross involved. He had a couple of touchdowns and hundred odd yards or whatever. To be Andy honest, Dalton was actually throwing it downfield. This is the Legion of Boom looks like a pillow fight. To be honest, I, I that that, I don't think that secondary is unrecognizable now. It's literally Bobby Wagner and Jadavian Clowney. Well, yes, yeah, I mean it's literally you know? not. They're literally not even in the secondary. And they're letting Sherman, you know, pick six. Jameis Winston down in San Fran. <laughs> What are you doing? Death taxes and Jameis Winston throwing a fucking pick six. He's balling balling across the bay. (laughs) You let him go. Should have kept him. I love Richard Sherman. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Confirmed. Oh, we love him. Confirmed for me, mate. Uh, Nothing has really changed. Like, there's slight differences. but Green uh, Green Bay have a defense. Uh, Well, that's true, actually. That has changed. Well, we did notice that. Although, we did notice that. (laughs) Can we not get too excited about shutting down Mitch Trubisky? But nothing's changed. The Lions, the Jets. Oh, yeah. Miami, these teams, the Browns. They're just not good. <laughs> I just they're love just not good. how people are getting paid to run these joints. <laughs> and they do the same shit every year. Fans. I love it. Talk themselves in all offseason. Oh, we got Le'Veon Bell. We got TJ Hawkinson. This is we, Donald's year. We got Odell Beckham. We're going to be a great team. And then the Patriots are just brilliant. The Chiefs are great. The Rams are making things happen. The Eagles are looking handsome. Dallas are a powerhouse. Nothing really changes. No. Maybe teams just waiting for Brady to retire. There's got to be an element of Maybe that. Maybe Miami's just stack until Brady retires. Well, I, oh, that's what I, I would be doing. Definitely think that's the case. Yeah, it's a long-term plan. Miami just said, "Look, let's make sure the Patriots get two extra wins. Yeah, no matter what, thanks to us. But then we'll kill them with Tua or uh, Trevor Lawrence or whoever they want to pick up in the draft in a couple of years' time. Exactly. And then we strike. We keep Fitzpatrick. Then we strike. Then we, we keep Fitzpatrick healthy. That's what I would be doing. Is be Belichick going to retire though? Because I feel like. I mean, if that guy's at the helm, they're well, always going to yeah, be the favorite. To catch John Shuler for most wins, he has to coach till like the end of 2024. I can see that. How old is he now? 103? Uh, yeah. Well, it's just, that's another five years of coaching, right? Like, he's probably he's probably late 60s. I'm going to search that up. You talk amongst yourselves. Okay. Um, I, I, I'd be... Shouldn't be, you have told I'd be surprised, to be honest, because as soon as Brady goes, you know, people are going to realize that he's an average coach. 67. He's like 10 years younger yeah. than uh, Pete Carroll. He doesn't, he's he's, he's in complete agreement with Brady. If Brady goes, he's, he's fucked. Everyone know, knows he's man. an average coach. Don't you think Bill wants to prove that he can win without Grados? Yeah, but I think he knows deep down he won't. 
I wonder if he'll just go and get the shittest quarterback he can yeah. Yeah. and try and win with him. Or just blame him if they don't do well. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Could be that. Yeah. Be interesting to see. Yeah. Watch this space. Interesting back. to see. Good strategy there. Um, another one of my ones was the Falcons would be like to claim a wild card spot in the NFC. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Confirmed. confirmed. That was so confirmed. You, I mean, yep. I think you're a little bit high on the Falcons. I was um, feeling good about them going into the season. Yeah. I don't know why. I was flirt with the Falcons. You mm. see Matty Ice. You see Julio. You're, you're like, oh, you're, things you're are like, going to happen. You're like me. You flash back to 2016. You think it's all good and well. You know, they lost their offensive coordinator, but they've still got majority of the pieces there. And they put up 12 against the Vikes and, you know, all, all kind of confidence is shattered. So, yeah, I can't see them doing that well. I think the Panthers will contest with them in the NFC South with the Saints clearly leading that division. But uh, I do hope Matty Ice just keeps, you know, if he throws a couple of picks, that's fine. Just throw four TDs in fantasy and that's fine. He had 20 for me. Oh, yeah. that's not bad. I'm going to start him he against loves Philly the, this He week. loves the junk time. Yeah, I'm going to start him against Philly. Yeah, he'll mm. probably score 15 points. Made Case Cam look like fucking Terry Bradshaw. <laughs> I want, if anyone's uh, a Falcons fan, hit us up. Because I want to know how you feel about this team. Since, you're not wrong. <laughs> since they lost the Super Bowl. Because it feels like, that's the thing about losing the Super Bowl. There's no guarantee you're going to get back. You feel like your team's always going to be competitive now that we made it. We looked amazing. Matt won MVP. We're like the new powerhouse mm. of the NFL. And lo and behold, they get knocked out of the playoffs uh, the year after in the wild card. And then last year, they didn't make the playoffs? Didn't make the playoffs. Didn't make the playoffs. No. And this year, they're starting pretty sluggish. And you've got to think, you know, are they going to keep uh, Dan Quinn around? Is he going to be blasting the whole season if they're losing games like yeah, this? Is that comprehensive? There's, there's a coach who it's like, how is he still there? Well, or like, we're, we're, why aren't questions being asked? Well, he makes a, yeah, why aren't questions, yeah. why aren't questions being asked, Chess? Well, I, I don't know. The fact of the matter is, I think that. They're, they're kind of living in this post-2016 world where they think he's going to turn it around for some reason, and they haven't really been a factor since then. you got to think, this is the last season that he gets. They put up with this shit. Yeah, I, th- I think it's playoffs or bust for uh, Dan Quinn. These pieces are good enough on this team. Julio, Ryan, Sanu's a good second receiver. Devontae Freeman, you got a pretty good offense here. Dude, Matt Ryan is like a couple of run plays away from having a Super Bowl and a Hall of Fame career. Like, this guy's yeah. an elite, elite player. And, I, you know, I still think he's a little undervalued when people look at him. But then mm. you look at games like this, and it's like, well, he didn't fucking make anything happen. He scored 12 points in jar- garbage time. Mm. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, confirmed, confirmed for you. I was a bit high on him. Mm. I'm a little low on him. Mm. dropping down in my mental power rankings. Uh, also confirmed, Mitch Trubisky is not a good quarterback. Never believed in him. Straight facts. Never believed in him. Mm. Don't believe in him now. Sure, he's a nice guy. Just, I felt like he was carried a bit last year. He used his legs. Didn't use his legs against the pack, evidently, at all. He's sailing balls over his receivers' heads. That throw into triple coverage at the end of the game to try and tie it up, but instead he it gets thought it was picked Calvin by Johnson. A- I mean, look, it's Alan Robinson. He's a good receiver, but Jesus Christ. He's a good, he's a good player. He's a good player, number 12. <laughs> I like his hustle. Alan yeah, Robinson I think, at two? Yeah, he, uh, this, it was... I I watched the game and the play calling. Who's the offensive coordinator there for uh, for the Bears? B- well, Bill Nagy's the coach and he's kind Matt of the Nagy. OC. Matt. Okay, OC. Okay, but uh, they didn't get David Montgomery involved at all early, and yeah. that was one of the big concerns for me being their kind of key draft pick, and at least to give Trubisky some confidence early. Yeah, but 
they would just they'd run the ball and like it'd be like a second and eight and almost like just give up on it and then Trubisky would try these little bullshit like play action screen plays sailing them over Taylor Gabriel sailing them over people's heads yeah and I'm like this guy is actually I mean Rogers played terribly apart from one drive yeah she played she- and luckily <laughs> reminiscent of the Super Bowl that game really which Super Bowl. The most recent one where the Rams scored three. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know Absolutely. what I mean? It was just one of those garbage-type defensive showings mm. where no one could get anything going. But, you know, it just took that person who was clearly the more elite quarterback, yeah. that, this time being Rodgers. To make one or To get two one drive players. going. And yeah. <laughs> Jimmy yeah. Graham caught a touchdown. And, and I was more surprised exactly. that Jimmy Graham Jimmy Graham's was, catching balls. I literally was more surprised about Jimmy Graham still playing than I was Vernon Davis making a touchdown against the Eagles. I was like, holy shit. I saw shit. that play. What a play. Vernon Davis. Still got legs. What's he going for? Jesus. Unbelievable. I still, remember, I still reminisce about him doing that play against the Saints. 2012 Divisional. Alex Smith. Oh. Back at Candlestick. Dude, One he was... great games. He was a bloody great yeah. player. I'm such a fan yeah. of his. I just love watching him. But finally on the pack, a great win. But yeah, I was just saying, no matter what Rodgers did on offense, as bad as we looked, you never had any issue about Trubisky because you were like, if as long as we punt it deep enough, and they oh, like start. there was no threat of there was no as long as, no. They, as long as they started like the fifteen or ten like yeah. there's no fucking way. And I think he it's is just embarrassing. He is the ceiling the of that team because the, the the defense was sick. Oh, completely. They make Rogers look like he was uh, an old man, mm. completely inept to start the game. The three three and oh. outs. How many advantages does an offense need mm. to try and put up some points when your defense is making exactly. those kind of it's plays? Toxic. You got Eddie Jackson in the secondary. You got Roquan Smith, Khalil Mack. And this fucking virgin cannot if I'm lead the, you if down If I'm in the, the field, defense. I'm filthy. I'm looking around going, what the fuck are we doing? How is this guy a quarterback? Call up Rex Grossman. Jay Cutler. Get it. Rex going to the Super Bowl in 06. Yeah. I think that's what they think might happen here. Uh, look, I think uh, Matt Nagy likes him. He, he wants him to be he wants him to be his golf to his McVeigh. He wants he, him to be he, his little fucking puppy. There's a little bit, maybe a little bit of arrogance. Yeah. He thinks he can make it work. Yeah. But also top like number two pick. They took him they, over. They don't look like absolute shambles going. Patrick Mahomes yeah. and Deshaun Watson, and they don't look like idiots for doing that. But right now Imagine the Bears had Mahomes. God. I'd love that team I so much. Die. Can you imagine? Like a sick old franchise with Mahomes. Yeah. Oh, boy. It'd be perfect. <laughs> Even Sean Watts. Oh. Both those players look like top five QBs after this week. Mitch, oh, he looks like he'd be lucky to have a job next year. But he might turn it around. He's got another 15 games. Let's not freak out. But Marcus Mariota played all right. He put 43 on the Browns. Wait, no, I like Mariota. Yeah, about, okay. Yeah. I'm just saying top five QBs. I'll just make sure you get Mariota in there. <laughs> Dude, what things shocked you just quickly to finish the wrap this up? Oh, well, perfect. Cleveland. Oh, we haven't even talked about him. I know. Absolute shit show. Holy smokes. I mean, I heard they lost and I was like, oh, yeah, okay, okay. I checked the score. I'm like, fucking 43 to 13. You're pumped by Tennessee. Who's to blame? I think it starts from the top, mate. This is on kitchens. And Don't go plan. with Kitch. I'm throwing Kitch. I'm throwing the kitchen sink. <laughs> this guy was outmatched. That's good. Um, I think, look, Baker didn't have a great game, but that's because he was trying to throw them back in towards the end. If you're yeah, watching it, he's, three he's, picks. Yeah, he's taking chances towards the end of the game. And look, good on him. But, you know, Odell's watch costs more than I think they paid for Freddie Kitchens to be the head <laughs> coach. So I think that's part of the issue. 
I, I, uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Look, it's week one. You, you don't want to overreact. Yeah, and if chill. If the if the you know the score was in reverse, we think they were going to the Super Bowl. You know the, the um, variables in this team are, are that wide. Mm. A lot of people picked them to go to the Super Bowl. I think they look a little bit silly now, considering you yeah. get, you got tailed up, tailed up by Derrick Henry. Who uh, is oh, had a gorgeous, had a gorgeous five-yard touchdown. But you know, this is—I think every NFL fan outside of Cleveland kind of wanted this to happen. And little, a, ma- little, a massive, a massive back down to earth for Cleveland for sure. They got a little over their skis, yeah. And just the level, of, the level of chat in the preseason, and the amount of the amount of personalities on this team. I mean, they've got the Jets next week, which we expect them to win. Yes, it's at—I think it's at the Jets. But I just think right, that... Don't walk into the Meadowlands expecting mm. a W. But I think I think we learned a bit more about the Titans, to be honest, because this showed that this team, like you said, in the AFC South, can be a serious force. Absolutely. Like Delaney Walker, Derrick Henry, they've got a pretty nice defense. I Logan, like Logan Ryan's a nice player for them. I think he made a I few still got Malcolm Butler, too. Like Malcolm a, Butler. Basically, every... Like they're, they're a steady team. Yeah. They're like the Patriots light. Yeah. So I day. think they can seriously challenge, and... Yeah, for Cleveland, I'm very intrigued how the next three or four weeks play out. Um, a lot of blames can be put on Kitchens, of course, and not the fact that they have every single uh, egomaniac in the, in, the, in the NFL on this team. But That's true. If you want to talk about the real issue of this team, though, it's the offensive line. And I think it's been covered a lot by people because you've got uh, Greg Robinson at left tackle who couldn't stick anywhere. Mm. He's just not a great tackle. He gets ejected early, mm. throwing punches. And all of a sudden, you've got this offensive line that can't protect Baker. He can't make anything happen. So it doesn't matter how Zippy, David and Joku and Odell and Jarvis and Nick mm. Chubb are looking. You can't get anything going. Mm. Against the Titans team that's you know, making Cameron Wake look like it's 2012. Yeah. It's scary. I like Cameron Wake, man. I like Cameron Wake too, man. Dude, have you seen photos? He is jacked. He's a fucking monster. He's out there with Whitehead on the Raiders. Yeah. Do love uh, love sure. some whitehead. Uh, I, well, that was the shock. My, I mean, one of my shocks. We've kind of covered these. Obviously, the Bengals were competitive. Yeah, that shocked me. Andy Dalton making yeah, John Ross. Yeah, good call. I like thought you were about to say they nearly won. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, they almost kind of yeah. did as well. But they, they were competitive. That was mm. a bit of a shock in, against Seattle. Maybe Seattle was starting slow. I don't know. Lamar Jackson. We've covered. No, any other shockers for you? Everything. I guess the shock really is that James Winston is still a starting quarterback still in this league. Yeah. Uh, I mean, through the old pick 12, not easy to do. Josh Allen won. That's a shock. I like Josh Allen. I know you like Josh Allen, but it's a I shock. Why. I think I like the Bills. We, of course, watch the yeah. Bills, Docker. I want to see them succeed. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy G winning. No, nah, it's not really a shock. Yeah, I didn't really learn much about Good Jimmy Tampa G in Bay that game, though. Uh, apart from that, pretty, pretty stock standard results across the board. KC put up a 40-burger. Bit worried about that defense, given Jacksonville 26, considering Foles left in the first quarter. But uh, I was never really in doubt. And then that, that's going to be that's going to be their season anyway. Yeah, Frank Clark could generate some uh, pass up, rush down the line. He'll be up, right. Put up thirty eight plus the win. I, I don't want to be a homer. We haven't talked about it much, but the Eagles' comeback against the Redskins was good. We yeah, enjoy that's it. true. We you like were, we like to see it down seventeen zip at one stage. Yeah, could have it. easily packed it in. Absolutely, you outscore them, uh, and you come home with the shock. Is it twenty? Sorry, thirty two twenty nine. Yeah, thirty two thirty two to uh, thirty two to uh, twenty seven. Yeah, either way. And Wentz looked good. And yeah. Wentz looked great. People forget about Wentz. He's sneaky under a the radar. A lot of people just think he's completely gone off. You know what I absolutely love? 
is saying Djax. I was about to say, I was about to say Djax. In an Eagles uniform. Mm. That number 10. Because it reminds me of Two Silver, silver Linings Playbook. Yeah, totally. I was going to say that myself. I'm like, that is why. It's Silver Linings Playbook. Yeah. De Niro. I, don't, I can't remember any quotes from that movie. I know, really sure. stuck I'm with me. Watch on the, I'm yeah, it's, good. it's one it's, of the great NFL movies. It is subtle a, NFL movies. It is a good flick. Mm. Uh, it accurately shows an Eagles player getting into yeah. a fight early yeah. over nothing at a tailgate, yeah. which we love. Which we absolutely um, love. A fan, right? Yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, DJ's catching two bombs. 50-yard touchdowns. Yeah. I mean, this guy, is, he's a beast. He's taking the top off defense. I think it adds an element to this offense that they've been looking for in Torrey Smith, Mike Wallace. Other other players, shit players Alshon that have Jeffrey. just been floating around. No, well, Alshon's that you know he's just a big receiver. He had Aguilar. two touchdowns. He was making things happen. Nelson Aguilar. Oh, Aguilar in the slot. Yep. Yeah, handsome. And uh, the run that, game, that run good. game didn't didn't go off. Yeah. Jordan Howard didn't do too much. Miles Sanders looked all right, but I think that's the only yeah the only area I was they kind of focus on it. Jordan Howard gets going. This, this is complete offense. I think yeah. with Zach Ertz as well. Who knows? I, reckon, I get a feeling Howie Roseman ain't done. They might be trading for Melvin Gordon. The Chargers don't look like they need him. Might be able to get him at a discount. Probably won't have to pay him yeah. either. That ah, could be That'd a good be nice. addition for the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Man, that just about wraps up week one of the mm. NFL season. If there's anything we've missed or there's a team that we haven't talked about that you want to hear us talk about, hey, hit us up on First Down Under. Um, and if you are a fan of the Falcons, honestly, please hit us up at first. Then I want to hear your opinion on your team. Do you think that they're competitive or have you had enough of that shit? <laughs> I completely agree. <laughs> I would be. I often think about what it would be like to support other teams and who the toughest teams to I wouldn't support follow NFL. Be. Yeah. If there were certain teams you pick. But some people like really, they stay on a team, right? Like the Bengals, right? You go for the Bengals with Carson Palmer and they stuck with the team that Hey, that was some good years. Yeah. Uh, it, no it, playoff it, wins, uh, but some good years. Bernard? Bernard? Has there ever been a player called Bernard? CJ? Bernard. No. no. You're thinking of CJ Bernard. No, it was Hill, number 32. Giovanni Hill. Bernard. Giovanni Bernard, and they had Ocho, and they had Carson. They had Vontes Perfect. They were pesky. They made the playoffs a couple of years. And kind of like Williams? It, yeah. And if AJ Green gets healthy. Cedric Benson. Good play. Steady. I believe. Safe as houses. We're not going to focus on the Bengals history, but like you said. They've got maybe the biggest run they've ever gotten on you, this pod. You'd adopt the problems today. and every win would be glorious. It'd be like, you know, you yeah. could be the team to, uh, you could be the team to just completely fuck a team's year in week 14. That would be fun. I would enjoy that. I'd rather that than just generally miss out on the playoffs. Like if I knew that we fucking torpedoed someone's. Yeah. Absolutely, like, like a couple of like, years ago like when yeah when uh, they, did they beat the Ravens? So then the Bills made the playoffs. They did. They beat yeah. the Ravens in Week Seventeen. So that's got to be. I watched that game. Yeah, it's got to be satisfying. Okay, maybe they're not. It's not as bad so to be a Bengals we're fan. We're just good enough to cause a bit of drama, but so we're never going to be a factor. It might be worse to be an Atlanta fan because you tasted you were this close to a to a title, and now it just feels like you're never going to get back. Yeah, but Atlanta, you can kind of focus on Julio. Yeah, no, Tony just Gonzalez. Froth, just froth players. In some of his best years. Yeah. Matty Ice is steady. You could take homage knowing that you know what? Seven, Tevin Coleman's not going Barry Sanders in San Fran. If you really look at Jameis' numbers over the past few years and everything that happened before Jameis, being a Bucks fan is rough. A great stadium, though. It's got the, well, pi- the pirate ship. You do have that pirate ship. We can't discount the pirate ship. Mate, let's talk about uh, the big 
news story of last week. Of course. Um, we thought we'd, we'd bury the lead here because it has yeah. been covered ad nauseum. But Antonio Brown. Where do we even begin? Where do we begin? Well, I think it... Clown. I think it, it's been discussed ad nauseum. I mean, I just want to know what your thoughts are. People are saying that this was all a play the whole time and, and only, it's the only way to justify his actions. Yeah, it seems weird thoughts? that he hired a social media team to help him try and get off the Raiders. The Nike ad. Well, remember, they were a part of that. That yeah. was like the just beautiful production. I thought Quentin Tarantino directed it. I thought it. it was fantastic. It was a great ad. Two yeah. minutes. It was better than Hard Knocks. Oh, on hard, but it was it was it was great. I thought very impressive that he was able to be on Hard Knocks and the New England Patriots. Almost impossible to do, but mm. within a week, that's that's not bad. So obviously he blows up with Mayock, uh, general manager of the Raiders. Uh, I think he calls him a cracker. Says he's going to punch him in the face. Mayock said, "Hey, can you put on your helmet and train?" I think that might have been a little bit much. Too I mean, much. Am I expecting a little bit too much, Antonio Brown? You can't treat him like normal players. You can't ask him to train. But we've got to see what happens with the Patriots because maybe it was all an act. He was never going to be able to get to the Patriots from the Steelers. Maybe he needed to, to take the uh, the contract and everything from Oakland so he could then find his way my, out. My thought process is if this is so planned and articulated, how would he actually know that they were going to cut him? Like what, how did he know? As if he wouldn't think that. Well, I think for like him. What's the potential of the Raiders just say, we're just going to suspend you and not pay it? There was a risk there. Yeah, but I so think like he's a, he's gambling on the fact that the Raiders say, you know what, we just got to get we got to get yeah, this guy out of I our know, team before the season. So but I'm, I'm like, do I give him the credit of being so smart that he he know exactly how the Raiders are going to punish him and know exactly what to do to get there? But see, I don't want to give him any credit. And exactly, I, that's I, what, I don't want to do that. Antonio Brown, I really did. He was one of my favorite. Tony mm. Totesap, Mr. Big Chest, Business is booming. Oh, it's all it's all gold. But imagine if an AFL player did anything remotely close to this. They would be shot. Imagine if Jordan Degoe didn't play for Collingwood, demanded a trade, got traded to the Suns, then said he wouldn't wear his cleats and burnt his hands. Mm. Mm. And call, I don't even know who, Stuart Jew, see the... Stuart Jew. Called him a cracker. I don't think it carries the same he'd eat him. weight. But punch um, Stuart Jew and then make his way to the Hawks. Mm. That would be like the biggest story Australian AFL has ever seen. It's a great example to go in terms of the intelligence level comparison. <laughs> I thought I'll back that in. Yeah, I was trying it's to really good. I put a lot of thought into yeah. who the player could AB be. AB can get a sentence out in like in yeah. the same kind of thing, but he struggles. But I, I I hear what you're saying, and like you said, I don't want to give him credit for this whole plan and say he's intelligent and he's one of the greatest receivers. And but. He did get onto the Patriots. He did find a way onto the Patriots. They signed him at 4.01. He was available oh, at 4 madness. o'clock. And just they the way really... the deal was done so quickly. you got to imagine Bill or someone in the Patriots team like texting Antonio Brown's agent going, oh, we'll take it. Yeah. And everything I've read in Belichick's book about the team and the ethos and the work ethic and no drama and no bullshit and everything I read. Completely against everything. Chaz, you, 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 you know? feel a bit burnt. I do. By the book. I do. And now Brady's like best best friends with him. And apparently he's offering to stay at his house. Staying at his house? Where he finds a place. He's offered AB to stay at his place till he finds somewhere. AB's on the couch. Jesus. He'd bang, he'd bang himself for sure. Although I assume Brady's house is pretty big. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, so yeah. he'd probably have a, maybe one spare room, single bed. I don't know if he's got a bike machine submerged in a pool. 
Mm, that could be an issue. With actually Brady with would. a football with you know oh, catching uh, ball machine. The, the thing that shoots the football. Yeah. Yep. At his eye level. Yeah. It would kill anyone There's if they didn't catch it. There's a villain on the news, man. <laughs> Your time, man. Just shut up. Solid football, man. Anyway, it's it's. Is what it if is. If you're not a Patriots fan, yeah, everyone's devastated. The Patriots just got better. They're going to win their seventh chip. Uh, Let me throw all this. All of us wanted to see it completely implode. As a Green Bay fan, Chaz, would you have been able to talk yourself Passionate. into Antonio Brown? Oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't even think about it. He wants to play for a contender. Give him everything. Give him Devontae. Give him anything. I don't care. <laughs> Seriously. Okay. Oh, so yeah. that's you know that, I can't. That, it's the same with you with Philly. They said yeah. we can get AB. You're Carson Wentz and Phil. Yeah, come on. See, I don't think. Here's, here's, don't say we don't need him. Don't. No, 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 no. I'm not going that route. <laughs> Thank God. I don't think Carson could contain AB. I would say Rogers probably could because he's earned that level of respect and uh, re- reverence in the league. Brady, obviously, greatest of all time. Carson Wentz, he wasn't there for the Super Bowl. He doesn't start throwing it to AB. He targets Zach Ertz too much. And all of a sudden, we've got like a Terrell Owens. Donovan McNabb situation from mm. 05. Mm. Things aren't going to go well. Yeah. So uh, that that would be my hesitation. I'd be I'd be freaking out about that as an Eagles fan. It kind of depends on the situation. Like if I was a Chiefs fan, I've almost got oh, a feeling that the, the Patriots Chiefs. added he, Antonio Brown so he couldn't go to one of these other teams like the Chiefs or I don't know. But he, I don't think Diego Antonio has domestic abuse violence or history, so he wouldn't go to the Chiefs. Oh snap! Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Bang chest. Well, they wouldn't look at him. They wouldn't. Green Hunt, by the way, uh, out for the next few what? weeks. What? Yeah, he's injured. Also signed an uh, extension. What do you want more? To see Cleveland? No, nah, it's a stupid question because you okay. want the Patriots to bomb. I was going to say for Cleveland to implode or the Patriots to implode. Yeah, I'd rather see the Pats implode, but I don't think that's going to happen. Or who would you rather see implode, Dallas okay. or New England? Great cue. Eagles fan over here. See, the weird thing about Dallas this year, and I've really not liked them in previous years, but I fully respect the way that they've built that team. Mm. They're like top to bottom stacked. They keep re-signing players. They're finding great draft picks. I'm almost like, ah, I can't even see how they would tank as well because it Mm. seems like they've got a great culture. Jerry Jones, man, I'll tell you something. I think they're going for something. I think they're going for it all this year. 100%. I think think they're a... uh... In the NFC, I mean, the, them, the Saints, and the Rams. Obviously, I'd still rather see Dallas implode because the of course. pathway of Philly. But I like as a fan of the NFL, not of the Eagles. Yeah, totally New England because you know you want to see something new happen. Mm. And to be honest, I I really want to see what happens with Antonio Brown. So far, we've had no Antonio Brown news since he signed, which you know, is almost I'm almost like hyperventilating yeah. not getting any Antonio he won't, Brown. He won't news. be there after this year. AB. Yeah, he's got one good. One good year with him, which makes which which pisses you off more because he's gonna just gonna throw the kitchen sink at this year and give it everything with a chip and he'll fuck off. But where's he gonna go Bullshit. to next though? Like, really? Like he'll start his own business. I don't know. <laughs> Booming, hundred percent. Booming Industries. What we got next? We got hard knocks. <laughs> Gruden, knock on wood if you're with Once me. Once again. Gruden, once again, is very best. We're not going to go into it in too much depth. Uh, obviously, it was a bit of a kind of a, a, uh, a wrap-up of what was a, a sensational five weeks at the Raiders training camp. Some notable players were cut, Luke Wilson and our boy, Jason Cabinda. If you didn't follow the show, <laughs> Jason Cabinda's mum 
was probably the highlight. Close to Gruden. She was just second uh, only to Gruden. Second I would only say. to Gruden. Gorgeous. This girl would fucking sit there and say the most obvious shit. And yeah, a lot of a lot of gorgeous and make the tackle, that kind of stuff. That was terrible to watch. One of my highlights, though, was the first scene with Gruden in the car. I think it's like 6 a.m. going to Raiders training camp. And he essentially digests how he used that countdown of 100 to 97 to 94 to soothe him. And it's a bit of a mental technique. And then he immediately cuts to, I I like this song, man. And that was a sensational part. Another one was that the scene we watched together in in uh, in the film room with running backs performing blocks. Oh. And he starts it off. Le'Veon Bell. Around in my room here, I was so happy to see this. Le'Veon who? Yeah. Say Bell. whatever you want about all the football stats and all the fantasy bullshit. <laughs> the one thing I always loved about this guy is he'll ring your what? Bell. He will bell. ring your bell, man. Boof! I love that. <laughs> Danny who? Danny Woodhead. All right. What college does Woodhead come out of, Josh Jacobs? Yeah, everybody knows where Woodhead is from. I was going to cut this like 20, 20 seconds earlier, but I cast up. You got Jesus. Butterbean. Butterbean. Butter I mean, really, I, I can't imagine watching uh, Hard Knocks without John Gruden. Reminded me how goddamn entertaining it is. I can't wait to see him back in the Monday Night Football booth in three oh years. Oh, my God. He'll be fantastic. Did you get the bit where he goes, um, he'll block you north. He'll block you south. Yep. East or west. <laughs> <laughs> Chevron State. Oh, my God. Poop. <laughs> 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 I'm going to go and watch it again because I just love him so much. Uh, is it, what an incredible high Chevron State. DeAndre. Chevron State. Don't you know? Shadron State taught Sorry, him how to pick joking. up blitzes. He never had dirty eyes. He knew who to block. He knew how to block. And he always showed people he wanted to block. Let's hear it for Danny Wood. Uh, I was looking for the north, south, east, west. But either way, man, we will get it. Uh, it will come. It will come. A sensational series. Uh, I'm going to follow the Raiders very closely this year. I, w- I watch Groot on the sidelines. There's, there's, a, there's a video clip on NFL.com of Gruden's best sideline expressions for week one. Mm. It's good viewing. Um, I'll definitely check that out. And a sensational series, no doubt about it. It's good stuff. Yeah, it was good stuff. Do you love it or like it? You like it or love it? You like it or love it? I like it or love it. Did you, um, quickly, did you prefer Antonio Brown's career with the Raiders or his career with the Bills? Raiders. Oh, yeah. All right. Wait, he had a career with the Bills? Remember they were going to trade him to the Bills? Oh, yeah. like 10 minutes? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, that was rough. That was good. God, but, I can't uh, believe they got the win. I feel so good for them. The Raiders. The Raiders. Those fans, man. Can you imagine if they lost? Just like the shit would have been piling on them. Now they look like they know what they're doing. They got rookies on the team. Everyone was contributing. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty happy with that. You gotta watch this team, man. This defense has got a few players there. Yeah. They got some skill. Uh, I'm, I'm in on John. He absolutely won me over. Charismatic yeah, as retarded as he was over that five-week show, I feel like he's got some sort of strategy there. Uh. And he plus, knows too much about football to not be a reasonable coach. You know, you know what the the handy thing is with Antonio Brown not training with them all preseason. They knew exactly yeah. what they were going to do without Antonio mm. Brown. Mm. That was their training. They got camp. Josh Jacobs, man. And guess who they just re-signed? Josh Jacobs, Keelan Doss, <laughs> number eighty nine. Jesus, butter bean. <laughs> 
Keelan Doss will be a great player. I like Keelan Doss. Yeah, I, like I like Keelan, Keelan Doss. He's going to start man. against he's, the Chiefs, man. He's Derek's got to put up 45. To finish us off, Chaz, uh, we're just going to talk about who's feeling the heat. Oh, yes. A lot of teams took the L this week. One team had a draw. Well, two teams had a draw. Tough for one team to have a draw. But the heat's already on. On the street. Start your hand. So the heat is on, uh, Chaz. A few Bear teams that are feeling the heat yes, already. Yes, there are a few teams feeling the heat, as we discussed. There's some big matchups this week. Cleveland at the Jets. There is no heat on the Jets. You cannot apply heat to something which isn't under pressure at all. <laughs> So the Cleveland Browns, baby, they are under the pump. If they go 0-2, there will be some serious questions at the dog pound. Well, allow me to counterpoint what you, you just said. Counterpoint that. Because I agree with Cleveland, but I think if the Jets go 0-2 as well, you're talking about a team that's been rebuilding for a while. They thought they brought in some pieces this year. They might be able to make the leap with Adam Gase at the helm. You start 0-2 not being able to knock off either the Bills or the Browns, who don't look like the powerhouse we thought they were. I mean, shit. It's going to be questions. If you're a Jets fan, you're just going to be like, how can I, what more can I take? Mm. You know? Mm. Well, the issue is they, they go to New England in week three, the Jets. Oh, boy. So, <laughs> oh. Wow. You, you question if uh, a big zip in three doesn't look great for Sam Darnold. Jeez, they'd probably do the same as the Miami players. They'd just be asking for trades at that point. Yeah. So, look, it, it, it is a, a big game for the Jets, but I think it's a massive game for Cleveland. If they lose the Jets there. And then Jets are, sorry, at Philly week five. Oh, Jesus boy. But, yeah. I got Cleveland first up. My second game, which we discussed lightly, Bears at Broncos. I was going to say Bears initially, but I think both these teams, man. 100%. Either one of these teams goes 0-2. You're starting to hear some serious things. Could be a tricky game because you'd assume the Bears are going to win. They're clearly a at better defense. High, but they, well, they're going a mile high, yeah. and Vic Fangio is playing against his former team. So he knows his way around that offense. He knows their schemes. And he knows their defense because he built it. Exactly. So, I don't know. Let's let's see what happens at mile high. I like the Broncos in that one. Interesting. I can't see Trubisky traveling well. You can't see Trubisky doing anything well, no. particularly passing. My third game, I got the Bucks at the Panthers. I'm not concerned about the Bucks. Are you sure? Pressure's on Cam. Thursday night football. What a he. What a he. What a... Where's Funches? Uh, mm. He. <laughs> there is pressure on Carolina. Yeah, there is. The Big Mac's looking good. Christian, obviously, making things happen, both in the receiving and the running game. He, he just is... loves football. Jacked. But he's a boss. Yeah, you need obviously the Panthers need to take care of business on Thursday night football. You'd hope they would against the team in the Bucks who cannot but stop turning the ball over. We would not be surprised if the Panthers don't put it away. That's the thing about Carolina's why I don't trust them. I can't even trust them against the fucking Bucks. I wouldn't put them in a multi. I don't put multis on. I wouldn't but I wouldn't put, put, put them in. Yeah, I wouldn't bet them. Yeah, I wouldn't bet. I wouldn't bet them. My fourth game, Seahawks at Steelers. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. More Pittsburgh, for the Steelers, baby. obviously. Yeah. Seahawks at Steelers. So much, so much heat on. No matter, you know, no matter if Heinz Tomato Sauce is going to cool it down. Thank God you put the music on. Yeah, I just had to let people know that the heat is on. In fact, at Heinz Field. Um, yeah, things yeah. are things are going to be hot for the Steelers. And if they 
are even, you know, half as good as they were last year, hopefully it'll actually be a showing. But Jesus Christ, that Sunday night game against the Pats, I mean, they just oh. z- zero confidence. They just traded Dobbs to the Jags. Who? Dobbs. Steals. Who's Dobbs? Josh Dobbs. He's a backup. Quarterback? Yeah, they got to get Landry Jones back. What's he doing? What, is he around? Uh, I think he's training for the XFL. Damn. My fifth game. I don't know why I have this as a heat design, but Bills at Giants for the Giants. Um, if they lose this game, 0-2. Yep, I feel it. Eli's gone. Eli wow. is gone. He's out. You have to start Daniel Jones. Zip. Have to start Daniel. If he goes down to Josh Allen at home. Yeah, look, sneaky good defense on these Buffalo Bills. Because no one Buffalo's Bill like Buffalo you got to say the Bills. The Bills. Yeah, there we go. Um, duh, Bears. Duh, Bears. Bills. Because the yeah. Giants, they have to go to Tampa the week after. So they this is a must-win game for them. However, if there's one thing that the Giants front office has proven is Eli can go 0-5 and, and they will renew his contract, possibly extend him. So I, I, I get what you mean. Like, if they're going to be any kind of interesting, then they've got to win this game. But last few years, it feels like they've started terribly every mm. year. Like, you just, they're always, like, <laughs> they're always out of six. it. They're always out of it. They're they? scratched by, like, the end of September. Yeah, and then they'll beat the Redskins in week eight. And then they'll get it's to, like, hilarious. seven and nine. And you'll be like, what the fuck just happened? So, yeah, I think Eli, he's, he's got to show up here against Josh Allen because then they have to go to, and face Jameis Winston and those boys. So you want to go over there at 500. Jeez, you, yeah. When you're going into <laughs> the vaunted Tampa <laughs> Stadium, which we just confirmed does have, a, does have a ship. My final game, I got Philly at Atlanta. You saying the heat is on? Heat is on Atlanta. Oh boy. Oh boy. If they don't get this one. And oh and two. Not an easy game. They haven't beat no. Philly the last two times they've uh, oh, come up against the last them. two times. Um, <laughs> but I think that um Eagles and Falcons, I yeah, I think Matty Ice, if they don't get it done here, they've got they're at the Colts week three, Jacoby Brisket, beef brisket. It's gonna be a lot to take in. Yeah, they got some tough games out of them, the old Atlanta Falcons. Um hey, worst stats of the week, real quick. Mm-hmm. Did you see any golden? My favorite uh, was uh, Brady. What's that? what's that one? First player over forty-two to throw for three hundred yards and three touchdowns. Yeah, I think they're going to be doing that every game now, right? First player over forty-two to, play, to throw three no, touchdowns in week two. To throw more than seventeen completions in the first half. Um, Ryan Fitzpatrick, first player to throw a touchdown and an interception for eight different teams. How oh, by? <laughs> I like that man. That's a good stat. Jameis will knock that off. <laughs> That's assuming that Jameis will be on seven other teams. I think. Jameis will get a few. I don't think the deals. St. Louis Blackhawks are going to count. A, there will be a few one-year deals flying around. <laughs> trust me, you can make some dots. We'll fix him. He can be our that's backup. A great, that's a great stat, man. That's a good stat. Yeah. I remember I he's saw, done that for a quarter of the league. I remember I saw one. It was like the first team to have scored this many points when it's below this temperature Fahrenheit. It's just fun. <laughs> I love how they do this shit. Yeah, we need genuine. to dedicate like half a show to. Well, it. we need it's an NFL like, chew man. Yeah, we do. Yeah. We need to call the Chew Man. Get Chew Man stats. Chaz, I reckon that brings us to the end of week one of the NFL season. Again, what a week. Again, guys, if you want to get involved with the show, we'd love to hear from you. Hit us up on the socials, Instagram, uh, first down under. You can't miss it. Uh, we'll obviously be posting uh, absolute premium garbage content through the week for everyone's enjoyment. And if you like the podcast, um, look, it does us a huge favor if you're able to give it a rating. Ideally five. And so recommend it to your friends because we're trying to build this community and have a bit of fun along the way. Yep. Chaz. The heat's off. 
Catch you later.